0: welcome to the trying to be better podcast with Joel and Steve
1: there <laughs> now we're recording that, I started like talking like we were on the podcast already and <laughs> Steve hadn't hit record. <laughs> hadn't hit record yet. He Are we here? What yet? I was I'm not
0: even sure I'm here yet.
1: I am here now.
0: You're here for it. Oh, good.
1: Yeah. Um. Today's episode is brought to you by <laughs> Nature Box. I'm eating a Nature Box oatmeal chocolate chip with maca protein bar. What's Nature a, Box? What's
0: a What's a Nature Box? Is it like a mail order subscription thing? Correct. Uh-huh. They have. They have like. They have like good like
1: actual food snacks instead of like i mean it's processed sure but right it's um it's you know good protein bars and snacks and you know it's not like like cheetos right it's not yeah it's not it's nothing against cheetos but you know no i love i love me some jalapeno cheetos that's what
0: i'm saying the crunchy ones
1: but i'm you know it's all you can you can read the ingredients, but yeah, <laughs> right? It's not you know, polysorly carbonate number 12, flippy floppy dubinate, right? With yellow number 74,
0: right? I'm hi, drinking everybody, some, I'm just <laughs> hi, everybody. Welcome. I'm What's drinking. Happening? I'm it's definitely happening what it is. I'm not sure, but um, but I'm here for it. That's my phrase this week, yeah, ma'am. We're here for it. I'm here for it. Uh, I'm drinking some Kirkland Signature brand sparkling water yeah what, what are the listed flavor? ingredients in that i think it, i'm pretty sure it has red number something in it because it's red it is uh oh it has a little green tea in it a tiny bit some vitamins red 40 and blue number one in sparkling water yeah right here see what yeah well it's black raspberry flavor so it has to have some color to okay. it. okay yeah, so it has red number 40 and blue number one. So I'm sure I'll be a little hyper later because, you know, I react to those things. Red number 40? Yeah. I don't know about the blue number one. I'm a, I, I like blue number seven more than blue number one. Is that right? Yeah, I've got this has uh, has some niacin in it. It has some calcium pantothenate and some pyrox, py- pyridixine hydrochloride. mm I love me some hydrochlorides that I can't pronounce.
1: Yeah. Especially the pyridixine pyrochloride <laughs> sulfonate. Yeah,
0: it's, it's one of my favorite sulfonates. Good. Yeah.
1: It's really, it's, it's probably one of the better sulfonates that you can get.
0: <laughs> Whatever the stuff it's sparkling and refreshing, you know,
1: taste doesn't taste like sad. It does not taste like sad or
0: a rainy day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I still, I, every time I drink a LaCroix, I think of your daughter saying yeah. that. That, that tastes, tastes, like like a, a tastes like a rainy day. That tastes like a rainy day, you know, kid, when you get to be above 40 and you have to cut out drinking just straight sugar all the right, time, pretty much. Yeah. You, you learn to fucking
0: adapt. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I told her. <laughs> the- and you go dig a hole. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, welcome yeah. to the podcast, everybody. If yeah. you're trying to be better welcome we have a instagram and an email whatever get there find yeah. it good luck
0: i think it's <laughs> given the deluge of emails we
1: get every week i just yeah it's really hard to sift we can't even read them this week because there's just so many just too many but just right, thank right. you we just want to say thank you
0: we do want to say thank you
1: yeah thanks for emailing all of you <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh it's good to see you what have you been up to
1: let's talk about uh, our weeks. so <laughs> um you know in the in the uh in the deep getting towards the deep end of the pool for this show that i'm uh-huh. acting in i'm excited for that i'm
0: looking forward to it i'm here for it or i'll I am, be there
1: for I it am, i am excited for it too man mm-hmm. i have learned to um i have learned to uh change my thinking and feeling about nerves lately oh. and what kind of uh, nerves well anxiety anxiety is the same the same thing that happens physiologically when we call anxiety is the same it, like general anxiety about something is the same thing physically that happens when we're excited for something mm. so we can just call it we can just call it excitement now if there's panic and anxiety at attacks that are very real and acute but generally when we're anxious anyway i am working with that because and what's happened is that i'm really looking forward to it i really am like this you know our director has been really cool and really encouraging and chill and realizing that like you know if this were a new york gig or something we'd we'd have to be a little more Prepared by now, (laughs) but he's like, "You all have day jobs too, man. Like, we get it. Like, you know, you're you'll get there. We'll get there. I'm not. I'm. You know, it's been very encouraging atmosphere. So what you're
0: saying is that the production's going to be kind of slipshod. It's not. It's actually
1: (laughs) not. Though I think that I mean I understand how that could be the yeah yeah the vibe. You don't Um, really
0: have to give it your all because phase. This is kind of your B thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but at the same time, it's it's honoring our our you know it's it's not. It's not um it's not driven by pressure and anxiety. It's driven sure. fear, it's driven by encouragement and like I can't wait to get there. So
0: oh that's 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 nice.
1: Yeah. So what's mm-hmm. happened is that well, and serendipitously, I am I we I am on spring break <laughs> this week. <laughs> so I I say that with laughter because it's ridiculous that I have spring. I mean, I get spring break, and I'm taking it because they're not paying me extra to work over spring break right sure. um but it couldn't have came at a better time because we're starting to run the show oh you know and so mm-hmm. i need to kind of i need to brush up my lines a little bit you know i've <clears throat> i think of my script at this point kind of like my binky and i'm i'm at that age where i need to put the binky down but i don't want to put the binky down right um so i'm going to try to put the binky down this week
2: oh good
1: for um, you yeah it's. Yeah, because we opened the following week, I probably ought to be memorized. <laughs> sure. So, anyway, long story short, I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's great. It's, I'm looking forward one, to seeing it. One cool thing that happened yesterday is that we um we've been rehearsing in two different places. One, the lead commons at the lead center, and then we've also been using um first Plymouth's a space at first Plymouth Church. Oh, that that space wasn't available to us yesterday for our Saturday rehearsal, so. We got to be in the acting studio at UNL where I cut my teeth. Oh wow, that's cool! It was so wild to just be in there, and I don't know. It's like that room. If that room could talk, man, right?
0: Yeah, that's interesting.
1: I felt that. It's like if this room could fucking talk, it had a it would have a lot to say. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, that'd be a good good
0: book or something, right? Oh my gosh.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: How are you? I'm good. Yeah, uh, Holly and I went out last night to see our friend Orion Walsh play music. Oh, very good! It was great, actually. I've never seen him perform. Um, <laughs> I mean, I knew it was going to be good, but mm-hmm. it was very. He's a great entertainer. Mm-hmm. His songs are good. He played some cool covers, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's definitely a one man uh, force. Uh, it was really delightful. Actually, saw some people yeah. we knew, you know. Yeah, and it was nice just to go out and be people and to be a couple and hang out and. Yeah. Have some coffee and a charcuterie board. Is that how you say that? Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. Thank you. And uh and yeah, we had a little, had a little cheese, little piece of meat. It's great. And uh, had some music and just felt just relaxed for a few minutes. Good for you. It was you. delightful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where where did he play at? At in a place called Art and Soul on the south side of town by the oh yeah, fifty six and Pine Lake. Really yeah. cool place, actually. It's neat. We will probably go back there. And actually, do one of the things that they offer. Like, it's kind of like they kind of offer, I guess you'd call it like the quirky canvas experience mm. where you go and drink wine and paint, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, given that my visual arts abilities aren't super awesome, and <laughs> then we might do one of the other things they offer, like eat dinner. Um, there you go. But yeah, the food was good. It was nice. It was cool. Neat place. Locally owned. So that's a bonus, you know. Yeah, bonus. Mm-hmm. And the crowd, I mean, there are people, people were into it and it was just fun.
1: Yeah. He's kind of like this gr-
0: nice little folk troubadour
1: touring yes. guy, you know, yes. like,
0: well, I mean, anybody that can just take off and go tour Europe with a guitar and maybe a little PA system, you know, like he <sighs> just, it's very, I asked him, so is this a conscious decision? He's like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's so clean and easy and he can travel the world and just he can travel like- the world very easily. Yeah. And he does. That's the thing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. just grab his passport and his guitar and a change of clothes and go. What are we doing? I don't know. What we're are we doing? It. We're blowing it. That's what we're doing. <laughs> like, doing right? like, right. like, yeah, I'll probably go to Europe this summer. You know, just oh, good for him, man. That's I so know cool. it's great. Like, it, <laughs> it really makes me happy to know that there are people like him out there. Yes, you know, I agree doing the totally. thing. And yep. I, you know, it's, it was just, I felt very fortunate just to be in his presence. You know, it was one of those things like very cool, you know, very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check out Orion Walsh's music. Orion Walsh, Orion Walsh music on Instagram. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Um he, he's on like, the Spotify and the SoundCloud yeah. and all the things. He's so funny. He's like he had a limited number of like CDs that he's you know released in the past for sale, but he's like he only had a you know, they're like out of print. he had a few, he's like, but what you can do is you can buy this, but if you don't have a CD player, which is most of us, you can look at this while you play it on Spotify, <laughs> <laughs> which is you know. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I sat, you know, like I have a turntable and some records and stuff. And, um, what was I listening to yesterday? I don't remember, but it's like, like my daughters don't have like they have Spotify, so they don't like that tactile thing of holding the record or the CD, yeah, yeah, and flipping through the thing and reading the lyrics and, yeah, and having that, like, that's part of the music experience, I guess, that you and I both had that they don't really like it was new to like oh you can like this is an integral part of the experience you hold the album cover yeah and kind of grok on that while the music's playing you know yeah
1: you you could um you have to also you have to it takes up physical space you have to you have to I have to deal with this box of records that i haven't put away that is right (laughs) next to me i have to deal with that and every time i sit here i'm like I I recognize your presence. I will go through you at some point, but like I had that experience. I got that that <clears throat> that Pearl Jam uh, Pearl Jam put out of from the yeah. like a, from the vault, essentially their version of From the Vault. Right show from Seattle and from '92, and like I opened it up, and there's images from that, sh- and you just have to deal with that. You have to deal with that. I can't. I don't know why that's the phrase I use, but. Yeah, that because it's a hassle i just remember (laughs) it is it it, kind of has it kind of can be
0: yeah and maybe that's that's just my more
1: more that's the thing about version
0: lps and records is that like it's a it's a commitment yeah like you're intentionally have to like get the thing out pull the record out of the sleeve clean the record if you you know are into not having pops and clicks and then you know very carefully put it on the thing and then put Mm -hmm. the stylus on the record and in just the right spot and it's like it's a it's a like i am intentionally making this happen yes
1: this is a this is an artifact that has that i it when it touches that needle it make produces sound
0: like from grooves to Yeah, amplification to my ears well and like i have the covers off of my speakers that are attached to the turntable and so Mm -hmm. you can watch the cones the drivers do their thing yeah like my daughter she's like she stopped and looked at this she's like i had to you know reconcile in her brain that that those little grooves in that record and the stylus were going through the amplifier and then that was what was making the the drivers you know pulse and yeah gyrate and and then produce the sound that's that's manipulate moving the airwaves that are then you know affecting your eardrum which is then what you perceive as music yeah also not to mention
1: too and like not to forget to mention like i think about physical music when i was in high school feeling a little like you know I think marooned is the right. I was like, you know, stationed in the middle of nowhere. Oh, mm -hmm. um, in Sandhills of Nebraska, and I would go to, you know, the closest mall was in Grand Island, and I would buy the new Pearl Jam record or whatever. And I would come home, and it was like I shut the world out while I was listening to that, studying what Mm -hmm. was in that, like. And sometimes they put the lyrics in there. Sometimes they didn't. Right. When they didn't, I started to memorize who produced it. Like
2: mm-hmm.
1: who, who Brendan O'Brien, I know who Brendan O'Brien was when I was like 14 and he produced two records, you know, right. Kelly Curtis was their, you know, uh, their photographer and art director. You know, like I knew all everybody that went into making that. And it was like, because you just, that's all you had. You couldn't just scroll through the, whatever you just,
0: that's what you had to look at. Right. Yeah, that's right. You couldn't just cop on whatever lyrics A to Z or whatever. There was no mm-hmm. that didn't exist. You couldn't just look up the lyrics. And I, I, and I, I am shocked at some of
1: the lyrics that I think were the lyrics from the music that I listened to at that time that are not the actual lyrics. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I've had that wrong for twenty five um, years. Yeah. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jack. Yeah. Jack, <laughs> Jack, Jack or, Van Cleve is our resident sort of. Uh, wordsmith when it comes to getting lyrics wrong
0: or puns yeah puns yeah in a delightfully funny way yeah Yeah, he's Mm -hmm. really good you should always have that friend that
1: has bad pun a good good pun skills for bad bad puns good pun skills for bad people there you go (laughs) yeah bad music for
0: bad people the cramps (laughs) cramps. yeah um i have Kind of an anniversary. I do actually have something kind of to talk about, but it, before that, I have a, I have an anecdote. I have a story. Bring it. Today is let's see, June, uh, May, March sixth, twenty twenty two. In on um, probably okay. So this is a Grateful Dead thing, but it's a good story. Don't leave. Um, don't leave.
1: Stay here. Stay. Don't right.
0: In, in, in just stay here. By the time in nineteen eighty nine, by the time eighty nine had rolled around, the dead had gotten kind of too big to play a lot of places. Yeah. A lot of the places kind of their strongholds. They just gotten too big, gotten too nuts. And, um but one of the places that they played for many years uh, was in Hampton, Virginia called the Hampton Coliseum. Um, and the, the Hampton Coliseum is just the best arena on the East coast to see a large concert. Like the Rolling Stones played there. Everybody played there um, mm-hmm. in the, like the eighties. And I'm not sure when it opened late sixties, maybe whatever the dead played there almost annually starting in like 79, But, uh, and Hampton is just a great town for that kind of thing. It's a, it's a seaport. It's a a military base and it's just at Hampton's, you know, it's just cool. Anyway, um, Hampton roads, Virginia beach is close to Virginia beach. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, It's it's a happening
0: place. Yeah, exactly. And uh, um, so in, in the fall of 1989, the dead in in an effort to continue to like play there, um, They did what became referred to as a kamikaze shows, hmm. which is that they didn't announce it. it wasn't on the tour schedule, and, a and couple, they went
1: under they went under a different name. They, went they go the back name, to the Warlocks. They right? went
0: under the name on the marquee. It said formerly the Warlocks. Oh, nice. Yeah, but and also they did, like the tickets were sold at the box office like a few days before the shows,
2: oh, so it's like you wow.
0: couldn't plan it. They just did it, right? And so how did the, I think about in 1989, how did you know that was happening? You well, had that's the thing you have to understand is that deadheads have always been on the forefront of like being viral. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Um, like look up things like the well, some of the very first internet communities were basically grateful Dead information, bulletin boards. <laughs> that's true. Um, and then there was like 1-800-CAL-BED and, um, and plus there's this word of mouth. There's, we did have telephones in the late eighties. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know what, what I'm right. saying? So yeah, it yeah. was like people that lived in that area were like, you're not going to fucking believe this. But there's an, you know, like they're formerly the Warlocks is playing the Hampton and Hampton Coliseum in four days. Right. Yeah, And just right. went, you know, people called each other. Yeah. And so um, and those concerts ended up being they cracked out all kinds of old they just busted out a bunch of things. It was they mm-hmm. the music was and they were on fire at that time, right? Mm-hmm. And so they were I mean the concerts are legendary. So anyway, in like the end of like March, February 28th, March 1st spring tour. Well, my buddy and I noticed that on the on this, on this, on the on the spring uh, tour schedule you there there was about 4 or 5 there was a 4 or 5 day break between Atlanta in Washington DC, and we're like, I wonder if they're going to do that again,
2: because
0: mm. there was there was a, a break on the schedule, and we're mm. like, Are you working today? No, we just mm. got in our car and drove down to Hampton. That's this so was crazy. February 28th or March 1st, maybe, maybe the second. I don't know, uh, but it was just a few days away, and uh, and uh, like the dead were probably in Atlanta, whatever. So we got in our car and drove two and a half hours down. To, I lived in Virginia at the time and drove two and a half, three hours down to Hampton roads just to see what was shaken. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have yeah. to work. Yeah. And, uh, and so we were pulling, you know, we can see the Coliseum from the and You should Google Hampton Coliseum because it's a really cool building. Um, and, uh, we see it and we're kind of getting a little excited, you know, yeah. and we put, we pull off and we pull into the, like the main front parking lot of the Hampton Coliseum. And I swear to God, there's one guy. Sitting on the front steps of the Coliseum with a chate like a lounge chair, a boom box and a cooler. And he's just sitting there. (laughs) Right. And we roll up and we go, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, say, take a guess.
2: Yeah. Right. Right. He was from
0: California. Oh, wow. He had flown out from California just to sit on those steps. Right on. (laughs) You know, and we're like, okay, we're on to something here. So, this is probably at around noon, maybe. And uh, over the course of you know, the next few hours, we've had probably 30 or 40 people rolling up, just hanging out, not mm. knowing anything. Nobody announced anything, nothing. But oh, so was was there, but I mean, obviously, there was buzz
1: around this particular venue and this particular time. Well, and it was just had to you kind know, of know I mean, the was, tour it, schedule.
0: It was just three years prior that they blew the roof off of. It, it, nothing like that had ever been done before you know yeah right and uh and the fact that the concerts were legendary is a whole other you know mm-hmm. so we're sitting there and a few hours go by and it's just people just hanging out you know doing what we do playing frisbee hacky sack having some mm-hmm. hanging out you know and uh having some treats yeah and uh and about middle of the afternoon income to hampton uh cruisers police right. department right and we go oh boy yeah. here we go let's see what see what happens you know well, the the patrol officers get out, and they have these stacks of paper, like like mimeographed, just, you know, mimeographed. You remember the old mirror, mime- yeah, thing? kinda. And it was from, um, it was from the Hampton Chamber of Commerce, and they were here to hand out these things that said, "Welcome, Deadheads. Here's some helpful information you might need to know for your stay over the next few days." And it was things like hotels, restaurants, um, hospitals. Yeah, and they were like. And they just started kind of handing them out. With they were like, we, they, they, we can, we cannot confirm or deny that there may be a concert happening here. But, but here's some helpful information. It was real slick, you know. Wow. Yeah. And uh, and we went okay.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so,
0: sure enough, a couple hours after that, um, word came out from somebody that yes, tickets are going on sale tomorrow morning. Wow. Yeah. 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 Right. And so we spent the night in the parking lot. Yeah. Got the tickets for th- March 5th and 6th. Wow. Right. Yep. Went home for a couple of days and came back down for the concerts. That's amazing. It was amazing. The concerts were not as good as the ones in 89. The uh, band was Bill Graham had died. Brent Midland had died. Um, it was uh, like, if you listen to them, they're okay.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it wasn't, you know, mm-hmm.
0: but the experience and just being able to be a part of that was, That's- you know, that makes up for, Oh, it was, yeah, it was great. You know, I mean, it was just the fact that we, you know, we, like we, we nailed it, you know, yeah. <laughs> we felt like we were in on the, you know, and that, and that was, uh, the second show was 30 years ago today. Mm. So that's, you know, I've been thinking about that a little bit. I'll never forget. Yeah, he- I went down, I took my friend Ryan who had never seen anything really. Um, <laughs> I worked with them, you know, we were coworkers and, uh, and I'll never forget. He was into car audio. Mm-hmm. subwoofers and all that shit you know mm-hmm. and uh i'll never forget we're walking out of the first night and he looked at me he goes they have the best stereo mm-hmm. drums blew <laughs> his mind he had no idea that sound like that existed you know and he thought he knew everything about sound you know mm-hmm. and he he just that he was just like that was that was amazing and then he and then he turns to me and goes this was so cool he goes hey where are we gonna stay <laughs> we hadn't gotten that far (laughs) because you couldn't stay in the parking lot that you know oh yeah you're gonna kick everybody out and uh right and i swear to god as i was getting ready to say you know i don't know Mm. this girl that we had met online for tickets when we were there a few days before happened to walk by Mm -hmm. and i'm like hey what do you you live here like could we crash this? and she goes sure nice i go we're staying with her problem solved yeah and he was just like any other questions his, his head just went <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah it oh, was great that's it was, amazing it, it was just the perfect you know grateful dead inaugural it's just all totally. just, hey where are we gonna stay tonight hey can we stay uh with- can we, we crash with home? you <laughs> sure <laughs> and her the, house all of a, that
1: it's, it's all the it's it's just the the cosmic joke of it all
0: kind of yeah I mean, the whole thing was just as soon as we drove down there, we pulled in. We saw that guy sitting in the lounge chair. We knew mm-hmm. we were going to shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you found out he was from California. Right. And oh, yeah. Like, he flew yeah, yeah. out. We.
1: Yeah. Like we're onto something. Yeah. Mm hmm. So that I was, love, very... I love that somebody from the dead called the chamber of commerce too. It was like, uh, Hey, just so you know, we're booking this venue and well, I have a make... feeling
0: they like the whole town knew. And here's the thing about that was the thing about um, it's an interesting sociological thing is that in the towns, because they knew what was coming into town, yeah, which right. is about a hundred thousand lunatics. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. uh looking to party and whatever right and hampton just open they're like they're in it for the money they openly embrace the people coming in and buying gas and hotel rooms and food and you know what i'm saying and they kind of look the other way on some other things which is really fiscally smart on their part right (laughs) As opposed to some other communities, Nassau, uh, Long Coliseum, and Long Island, I'm looking your direction, where they break out the riot police, and they're just yeah. looking to crack skulls. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's a different experience. Yeah. Um, huh. Hampton was a really, because Hampton's kind <clears> of, <throat> like I said, it's military, it's a shipyard. It's kind of rough and tumble anyway. You know what sure. I'm saying? They could, the, they could handle the crazy. Exactly. They're kind of built for it. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, in this case, it was you know tie dies instead of sailor uniforms. Exactly. And dock like, workers. You right. know, they're like, whatever. Come on in. Join we the know chaos. Join the fracas. You know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just, I just love that. There's like that's that would be hard to do on that scale these days. Maybe I don't know. You know, maybe I think that's... of like, you know, I think of like Dead and Company or I mean or Fish or somebody trying to get away with that. It's like, yeah, I don't. I don't, it's just such a, it's such a, such a machine rolling down the road. Yeah. I don't know how well, you, Well,
0: I mean, I think that's part of the, the joy of that is Hampton. Like they were up for the, they were up for the gag. You know what I'm saying? Cause they were trying to, cause Hampton wanted the money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how oh, can yeah. we make, how can we make this work guys? Yeah. Like, let's just not tell anybody. Right. Until yeah. the last minute, you know? Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's just, that's, you know, that was 30 years ago which is That's cool. I think back there's been a lot of water under the bridge. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I go back, I went back and listened to the first night yesterday. I'm like, yeah, wasn't that great. <laughs> Any gems though? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, like what are, what are the yeah, gems? You know, but that. it was like, well, I'll tell you what it was is the first night we were, we, it was general admission, which is very weird for a venue yeah. that size on the East coast. It was Hampton was still gen gen admission. So we got there early and we were right up front, right up front. And, uh, it was just obvious that, uh, they were putting the fun and dysfunction, you know, <laughs> like Garcia was not, he, you would, the vibe come from him was, I would rather be anywhere than here, mm. you know, and they mm-hmm. opened with, you know, a big number that, you know, had to throw him a bone kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And at the opening, you know, a couple notes, you know, you could hear the whole Coliseum go crazy. And Garcia went fuck, mm. like, I'm like, I don't, I don't, you know, Bill Graham's dead. Yeah. I don't, this is, I don't want to do this anymore. Pretty much. I mean, tonight anyway, like I don't like, I don't, I know it's like, guess what they loved is pressure and expectations.
2: (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He's like, I just,
0: this is the first time it was fun. And this time you could tell he was just right. And so that was kind of a, so I can listen to them because people that were out in the back or out in the crowd couldn't see that. I was standing 20 feet from him. It was very obvious that it's just like, oh my God, you just tell he was tired and he didn't feel good. I think had a lot to do with it too, because he wasn't taking care of himself. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think, I think to that, that long, strange
1: trip documentary where he hooks up with that old girlfriend of his and gets married and it's kind of, kind of salacious, but she's just like, Jerry, you can stop. He's like, no, I can't, you know, she's like, just stop. We'll get just, a place yeah. in Hawaii. You can dive every day. You're fine. Yeah,
0: you can live off the Ben and Jerry's money.
1: Yeah, I could live off the Ben and Jerry's money, and like he actually proposed that, and yeah, she did. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I could just do that. Like, what mm-hmm. a almost, you know, if he had taken a couple years and just said, fuck all you people for a minute. Yeah,
0: but yeah. But, but he he couldn't. But he couldn't. and that's the fun in like the thing of the addict mentality is that if he did that, then he might get healthy. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to face that shit you've been thrown
1: in the back seat for a while. Pretty, yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I get it. Me too. <laughs> That's yeah. cool, man. Thanks for sharing that story. That's really yeah. neat. It was. That's- that was. Uh. It was cool. That was. Uh. You know. One of my claims to fame. <laughs> yeah,
1: to <laughs> be there. You we were there. I yeah. Was there. Mm-hmm. That shit. That shit can't happen like that anymore. With you know, I can't imagine Dead and Company doing some shit like that. You know, I don't know. Well, it's just you know,
0: it was the the it was just the sign of a misspent youth. Yeah, really is what it is. I had the time. Yeah, man. You know, (laughs) I had the time. In quotes. What a luxury, though, time. Yeah, for real. Mm. Speaking of time, Mm -hmm. present moment, wonderful moment, present moment wonderful moment uh-huh that's what i actually wanted to talk about today <laughs> got sidetracked a little bit the you wanted you got sidetracked by the past kind of yeah a little bit and nostalgia was the thing. i was like what are we gonna talk about well i've been listening to you to the plum village app
1: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah i do not the
1: yeah plum village is uh hans monastery in <laughs> in france <laughs> and they have a really great app mm-hmm. and it's for fun free. and for free you mm-hmm. know updated i
0: throw them a few bucks every now and again yeah i should
1: do that but they yeah they have taught dharma talks and guided meditations mm-hmm. and all the things you could think of
0: yeah i've been i've been using there's a few versions of just a calm and ease yeah. um meditation guided mm-hmm. with him with mm-hmm. Thich Nhat Hanh, and i've been doing that one last few days and it's really fantastic and i love um the spartan-ness of it it's just a gong and hymn and that's it there's no you know new agey music or no
1: it's very loosely i mean i remember playing that one for kirsten i was like i'm kind of into this i want to do this and we're going to do this guided meditation and you know we were kind of used to very verbose guided meditation Mm -hmm. she's like that drove me crazy like there's there's not a lot. It's like, yeah, it's very sparse. It's a couple of instructions and then several minutes of silence. Yeah. Which depending is depending on how uh, long you do it. I, you can do it
0: for 15 minutes up to an hour or so. Yeah. And like, that's, uh, but I've come to appreciate that because I, I've gotten to a point now where I think like, I don't need somebody talking at me all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's <sighs> present moment, wonderful moment, but the thing that, the thing that got me yesterday was the smile to everything smile, even to your suffering, nothing. What does he say? So on, on my
1: in-breath, I smile on uh, smile,
0: is it Ooh, smile ease
1: smile were failing
0: it? What is it release? That's it. Yep.
1: It's released and he yep. says, and, and in the, in the longer version of suffering. the tu- of the meditation, he kind of talks a little bit more, but in the shorter version, he, he says, and it still sticks in my head every time I smile to everything. Yep. Um, Nothing is as important as my peace, my joy. I smile to everything, even to my suffering. Yep.
0: Um, and yeah. What's that mean to you? Well, that is, I'm just starting to think about that. And that's, you know, it's hard because like, I had a rather contentious conversation with my mom a couple nights ago <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. where
0: like I was a long ways away from calm and ease. Yeah. That's pretty much the exact opposite of that. Yeah. Um, and when I, mean, I talked to her the next day and we've worked it out and um, but it, that that's why I told her I was talking to her the next day, like, apparently I'm not doing as good as I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, so, and that's kind of why I got on this meditation. And so that's where the thing that's been that I'm thinking about is what's the difference between, um, pushing it down and letting it go, hmm. right? Like the things that obviously are a source of, I guess, if you want to call it suffering, anxiety, whatever, um, well, I just smile to it. Is that mm. the same thing as just shoving it down?
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> so, I to come out in an explosion later. I no. Uh, my experience is no, because denying a feeling, thought, experience is to continue to keep it around. The point of mindfulness and meditation, in my in my experience, is to allow that to be there. Mm. And I have specifically worked with this with fear and anxiety. That when I allow it to be there, when I smile to it, is it it is acknowledging that it exists. Oh, Mm. so Mm -hmm. I smile to everything. I and I I remind. I want to talk about the exit door for a second. Just put a pin in that, but. Uh It's not like, it's not smiling in spite of it or smiling to ignore it or, or good. It's not good vibes only. Oh yeah. It's, I S I see you. I see you. I see the stuff. I think you're there and I smile to you. I smile to my fear, to my rage, to my lust, to my greed. Mm-hmm. I, I ah, there you are. There's my humanity. I, you you get a seat on the bus you're here and, but I'm driving versus you don't exist. I need to, I need to fix this. I need to smile past it. It's like the difference between a spiritual bypass and using spirituality to work through your shit. Is that, does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like- well, I guess that's why they call it a practice. Yeah, because I mean, what my experience with meditation and, and mindfulness and Buddhism is the first, the first, the biggest, the like the Sermon on the Mount, fucking Ten Commandments esque shit that Buddha said <laughs> was number one for the first noble truth there is suffering. Yes. And the, the amount of uh, the reason we, then, you know, the later, the second noble truth or the, uh, the, the, the second noble truth is there's is conditions to suffering. There is, we, when we crave and when we try to run away from that is why we suffer, there is reasons why we suffer. And so there is freedom and there is ways to enact freedom and liberation from that. Hmm. So like, number 1 numero uno you have to see it you have to recognize it allow it admit it welcome it love it what an order
0: i can't go through with it <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's that's where it loses power it's like there's a magic story about buddha which you know it sounds very jesus in the in the desert being tempted by the devil but it's you know before the uh Mary Stancavage talks about this recently. She she brings this up a lot. But there's this deity, this 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 creature, this whatever, this story of Mara, mm-hmm. and Mara is this you know the embodiment embodiment of craving and and aversion yeah. and all the bad things, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Mara a good was band name
1: Mara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, oh, absolutely like, craving and the bad things. That'd be a good <laughs> band name too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> One, too. two, three, four.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that he, he's out there and he's sitting and he's sitting and he's sitting and he's right before enlightenment. And you know Mara's trying to tempt him with all these sensual pleasures: sex, drugs, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And the Buddha says, "I see you, Mara. I see you. Like mm-hmm. not not get behind me, Satan. Not go fuck yourself. Not I'm better than you. It's like I see you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you're you you're here."
0: You're welcome. You're,
1: here. You're welcome here too. I get it.
0: Right. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Exit, door. So Exit I knew, door. I knew you were going to talk about this. So I did the, I did the tick, not Hanset this morning too. And when he talked about um, smile to my suffering the, he, at the end of that little prompt, he said, this is a practice of freedom.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep,
1: And what I remember is there was a guy in the recovery rooms, a speaker that talked about, you know, when life gets scary, it's like at the movies and you really are believing that life is terrifying and scary and everything's fucked. And, you know, that feeling of like, how, how is, how, how's the gang going to get out of this one? You know, like right. that moment of that Scooby-Doo moment of how are they going to get out of this one. And you're in, you're in your, the movie of your life. And it's like, how are we going to get out of this? This is totally everything is fucked, and you could gestures broadly say that yes, right. everything is currently fucked. Fucked. Um, this guy uh, would talk about um, was it Sandy B, the but exit love, door? High, high probability. The exit. Look for the exit door in the movie theater. That this is you came in and you will leave. This is the movie of your experience right now, but this is not. So is he
0: saying? during the scary part, get up and run away. No, he's saying, <clears throat> remember your death. Oh, Sandy beach or Buddha. Both. Okay.
1: Like, remember that this is temporary. This is yeah. the movie that you're in right now. Right. How do you work with this part of the movie?
0: Right. Ken
1: Kesey talked about
0: that a lot too. in being, the being yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm.
1: and, and so smiling to the sufferings to say, oh, this is a scary part.
0: A big smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is how are we going to get out of this one? Yeah. Huh? You know, it's funny. You mentioned movies. I, I watched over the last couple of days. I watched die hard, the original one for the first time in ever. Yep. I haven't seen that in 20 years, at least more. That's such <clears throat> a good, that's such a good popcorn flick. Alan Rickman, my man. Oh, he's amazing. He's, he's so amazing. Good. But the, I mean, that, how's he going to get out of this one thing? Happens a lot in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. How's he going to get out of this? Uh Kirsten and I have,
1: have enjoyed um, dipping back into Buffy, the vampire slayer. And we love that moment where it's like, how are they going to get out of this one? Mm -hmm. You know, but it's so true. It's like, how are we going to get out of this? Right. And, and there is, there are toxic, horrible, destructive ways to get out of stuff. Hmm. And you get more of those, you get more of those moments, you know? Yeah. And so that—that's what I thought when I sat this morning. Is like <clears throat> to set yourself free in the midst of seemingly impossible mm. life circumstances. Yeah, that—that that freedom is something that—that's the practice of nobody's going to set you free from that. Besides yourself, that's what I hear. Right. So the first step is to smile to the shit. <laughs> like, oh yeah,
0: this is there. You are This, this is, is unpleasant. This this is really
1: unpleasant. This is unpleasant. This is so unpleasant. And then when it's pleasant, you say, "Oh, this is pleasant." Oh, this is pleasant. Or or when it's just kind of whatever, it's like, "Oh, this this is neutral." You know, like that that cultivation of being no. able to be, <laughs> no, observe no your
0: no temperature days. No temperature. A friend of mine. It's
1: no temperature out. <laughs> right. But you know, it's like when you when you can see. Uh, when you can see the long view and you can say like, oh, this is, this is happening right now and this sucks, but I can, I, I don't have to wait around for anybody else to do anything differently in order for me to set myself free and be okay. Yeah.
0: That's, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Cause my natural tendency is just to be completely outraged all the time. Why, what,
1: what makes you the most outrageous? Like when you're talking to your, like, I don't want to unpack your mom shit, but
0: like what, when you well, the most frustrated, I mean, just feeling powerless powerless, powerless over, let's just say gesturing broadly world right. events, right. you know, you got an unhinged madman doing an unprovoked invasion and a certain and a percentage of our country saying, cheering them on.
1: Yeah. You know
0: I, almost as Nuke us, please. Oh my god. So yeah, like I mean that those are the kinds of things that it's like, okay. Disappointed. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: you know what I'm saying?
2: That's the best <laughs> ever. <laughs> Disappointed.
0: <laughs> I mean, I uh I wish I could claim that. As original, but that came from Kevin Klein in A Fish Called Wanda. I Oh, my God. Right. Because you're relinquishing control to something that is
1: absolutely outside of your agency to control.
0: Yes. And that is why. Well, we I don't speak. know. I could stand on the corner and yell. I could yes. scream into the abyss. Sure. I can post on Facebook book. Facebook.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's not going to. But we know that's not going to change anything.
0: No, it's not.
1: So it keeps the misery in coming back because we're not actually, we're not, when I'm doing that, I'm not actually addressing the suffering. I'm addressing the circumstances that I inherently know will never change by my own volition. And I don't want to look at the things within me that I actually have to work with and can control. Correct. Yeah. <sighs> There's the yeah, there's so many. I mean, I am. I my disappointed is uh, is the uh, yeah, there's there's in there is absolutely disgusting laws being passed in states, and Nebraska is yes. going to be one of them, yes, specifically targeting LGBTQ for no
0: reason other than hate hate and
1: and and fascism and to single them out and to rally them up and to separate them and to other them and to abuse them and all of it yeah
0: and which and that will just that's just that's like the first like wedge and then there will be bigger wedges coming
1: yeah and yeah yeah and it's like there is there is action that we can take but there's also things that we can't You cannot, I, I, I cannot control, you know? Um, and I'm also, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, total random. I definitely don't want to end this conversation without bringing up. I listened to probably. So after I listened to this conversation, um, I texted Kirsten, she sent it to me. And I said that I feel like I'm listening to a Buddha in our midst um there's a poet writer um activist journalist artist by the name of alok vade menon i think they just go by alok a-l-o-k they're on a couple they were on um glennon doyle's podcast recently but Hmm. they're also on this podcast called the man enough podcast Um, talking about all things, sort of toxic masculinity, shit, whatever. But um, the episode that I will share on our Instagram is called the urgent need for compassion. So this Mm -hmm. Alok is a non-binary queer activist and they um, pretty much took the world to school um, and in a way that was not, shaming and it was probably one of the most enlightening conversations i've ever heard all right i'm in
0: highly recommend to you and everybody else sure yeah and post a link because it has to be convenient or i probably won't do it
1: (laughs) it was super convenient i was like (laughs) okay good i just i happened to have the afternoon off the other day and got on my bicycle when it was warm and listened to the whole thing i was just like blown away hanging on every word i'm in I'm here for it. Like they inspired me to start just kind of writing little poetry every morning instead of my journaling. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I used to write poetry when I was all the time. I'm writing. Fuck, fuck, fuck everything. I'm going to lean into the compassion and empathy versus the. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I can see like that's I love that that you said that because like there's a version like I can see. Well, it all goes back to Star Wars. (laughs) Of course it does. And the dark side. Of course. Yes. Like that's the easy way. Yeah. It's like, Oh, there's, there's too many things to give a shit about. So I'm just, I'm just going to not, I'm just going to not, and I might even just start hating some people. Cause it'll make me feel better. Right. Temporarily. Temporary, very temporarily. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when that goes away, then you have to hate more people and more. Things. I was,
1: I was in the presence and I won't share details for, for reasons that i reasons. won't share. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> for reasons. Thank you. Reasons is fine. I get it. <laughs> but i was in the presence of uh, really powerful compassion and empathy and honesty and truth and a, and softening recently of somebody that i love and care about had to connect with somebody else that that they were having an issue with mm-hmm. and that person leaned into that experience with like on unbelievable courage to be vulnerable and honest. Mm. And I said, that is not, that is the message of my young male youth was not that it was at least it felt as though the world was punishing me for feeling mm-hmm. versus that bravery was locking that shit up mm-hmm. and putting it away and mm-hmm. rising above it. And, and, that that was true bravery. But what I saw was unbelievable courage to mm. just open up the rib cage and say, here's my beating heart. And this is what I need to tell you. And it's really hard.
0: Mm. Mm. That's intense. That's not, I mean, that's not die, <laughs> that not die hard. That is not die hard. That is not die hard. That is not die hard. it's <laughs> not.
1: Yeah. And it's hmm. like, yeah, I think it starts with... Um, that's
0: more like, what, terms of endearment?
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, loving, loving, big, loving, you know. Um, that's that's, know,
0: that's too much of a risk. <laughs> Gotta keep but that shit it, locked it,
1: down. Isn't it riskier to lock
0: it up? I'm trying to think of something snarky to say, and I got nothing. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> You did actually. Yeah, I mean, I suppose. I mean, that's the challenge, right? Hmm. That's the challenge. Ben's, you know, hey, some days I'm not here for it. I know, but that's dangerous territory. You know, that's how it I starts.
1: Think, yeah, there's a there's a time and a place. Be like, I can't keep working with this. I need to put a pause on it. That's real, but <sighs> I don't know. I mean. you want to if if you want to spiritually contextualize despot um totalitarianism you know the it's not working for the it's the 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 emperor is not wearing any clothes and nobody around that person can tell them that and it's like i don't want to live that way right (laughs) i don't want to be that all you need is just an army but even the army doesn't want to fucking do it.
0: No, they don't.
1: And he and the, you have then you have to dictate to the army that they can't call it a war. That there was like, there was like there was like mandates going out. It's like you can't call this in Russia. Like they can't call this a war. They have to call it a specific operation or something. Or bullshit. something, yeah. Um. So even that, I mean, there's there's an allegory there too of like, I have to, you know. If if I have an army then I have, then I, but then I have to control the army and I can't control the army. So I have to tell them what to think. And then I have to, I have to manage the army and who they're fighting, who they're not fighting. And then I have to, I have to really worry about the the narrative and what people think of me. It's like, there's, it's more work to be, it's way more work and suffering to be toxic like that than it is to just smile to your, to your humanity. (laughs)
0: That was a sigh if anybody can hear that. Hey, you brought it up, man. I know. It's my fault. Don't ask me to participate in your stupid crap if you don't like the way I do it. (laughs) Ferris Bueller's day off, baby. That's right. I'm just going to kick the Ferrari out of the garage. He'll keep calling me.
1: He'll keep calling. He'll keep calling me until I come over. (laughs) Because
0: you're an asshole. Pardon my French.
2: <laughs> God,
0: I had so much fun watching that movie with my kids. Yeah. They got to, you know, we've gone back and watched some of the old movies and like, they didn't like the Goonies. They didn't yeah, like that's... ghostbusters.
2: Oh man. There's,
0: I I've failed. I failed.
1: No, I think that ghostbusters is really tough for a 2022 teenager to get into. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, that yeah. kind of humor is,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But they, it, it was very hard. We just had a total giggle fest watching Ferris Bueller.
1: That's interesting that that's, that kind of transcends all that. Cause the well, I think movies-
0: it's because it's, it's, it's high school. Oh yeah. And that, you know, I mean, one of them's in the other one's looking at it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Someday we'll get around to watching days and confused and fast times and, you know, Fast times. <laughs> the days and
1: Confused was my fast times, though. Really? You know what I mean? Like, fast times at Ridgemont High, I didn't really see until until after the fact. Uh-huh. But the way people talk about fast times at Ridgemont High, it, that was Days and Confused for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: One of my friends, a co-worker his older brother says about said about days and confused. He's like, that's not a comedy. That's a documentary.
1: Totally is. Even though it took place in this 1976, that is small town or Nebraska on a, on the last day of school. Yep. The baseball game i mean it's just mm-hmm. like watching that it's like the kid does not want to play the base they're out there playing the they know uh-huh. they're gonna get they're get gonna go to a party and they're gonna get their ass beat mm-hmm. the walking around in the middle of the street with a beer and then you throw it behind you and
0: everybody runs because it's the worst thing you you know right i'm like right. i fucking live that
2: <clears> you know
0: <clears throat> yep and the guy that i can't remember his name the actor or the character but the kind of dorky guy that that pound that fights the tough macho dude yeah yeah like that seems just classic yeah like you know what no yeah i'm, I'm going like i'm probably going to lose this but this is this is happening right now yeah yeah mm-hmm. i have to do this for myself
1: and this and the the sneaking in and mm-hmm. putting on your headphones mm-hmm. and you're still a little buzz and the mm-hmm. sun's coming up
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> those are the best days yeah those are the best days So much for the present moment, right? (laughs) Well, the present moment can still be a wonderful moment. It just wasn't as wonderful as that one.
1: (laughs) The present moment is thinking about that moment and, and being grateful for it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just it. Like got to have that experience. Yeah. Despite all of the wreckage that came. (laughs) What do you,
1: what do you need to smile to right now?
0: Oh God. So many things, Joel. World events, mm-hmm. climate change, mm-hmm. my kids, mm-hmm. because they're staring at all this shit. They're not stupid. They have the internet. Yep. You know, Yep. them asking me, like, is World War Three starting? <laughs> like that's, mm. That wasn't fun. That wasn't a good moment yeah that was a very different experience than like what are we having for dinner tonight you know yeah like they seriously asked that question and then looked how'd, you at ha- me.
1: how'd you handle that one
0: i told them that for right now they don't have to worry about that knowing in the back of my mind it was kind of a lie um, but w- what are you supposed to do you know i told i kind of tried to like when i was your age instead of active shooter drills we had um you know nuclear fallout drills yeah where we you know we we crouched down underneath our desks to prepare Mm -hmm. for the end of the world Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) like that's i mean that's literally what we did or we went down to the gym or whatever you know we got in the hallway and we all lined up and kind of crouched down yeah because that'll help you know (laughs) I mean, with my kids, they they have active shooter drills. Yeah, you know, so they're already kind of. But you know, that's that's you know, wearing being forced to wear a mask is much more traumatizing than that. <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, can you imagine? I, well, yeah. I mean, I don't have to imagine. We're living it. We're living it. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, those are the things that I have to smile to Joel. Yeah you know yeah smile to the substantial portion of our federal government being on the take of russia you know i mean it's just the whole thing's just ah! so and I that does not
1: and i don't think yeah when i when i when you say that it's not like oh we're just gonna let this happen it's there's a there's a warrior spirit in that like i see i see you i see this stuff i see this shit show i see the shit show and it sucks mm-hmm. um but i'm observing it rather than i'm lost
0: in it yeah and I, I and i understand that like i I think there is this like that's i guess yeah that's kind of the point i'm just reassuring myself of that right now <laughs> is that yeah. to be able to observe that and be aware of it and even to a certain extent welcome it yeah in the sense that like okay i see you you're in the room mm-hmm. you know but i don't i'm not gonna engage with you like i can't let that ruin i need to be able to function Is the kind of the bottom yeah. line you know yeah. what i'm saying like i can't what? i can't uh wallow in despair because nobody got time for that shit not,
1: no and, and what I, what I, and, and you know, when you were saying that it's like, and,
0: and, or I don't want to live in denial about it either. Well, that's the thing. It's like, what am I
1: really smiling to? Am I smiling to the potential of, you know, world destruction? I'm at what I'm smiling to what I have, to, what I can, what actually is knocking at the door is fear and uncertainty mm-hmm. and my craving for things to be peaceful and mm-hmm. okay all the time for me and my family. Right, and for there not to be suffering in the world, and then it's like, well, man, the first thing I'm supposed to remember is that there is, you know. So, like, I've smiled to, like, oh, I see my humanity, and that I want it's okay to want peace and ease for my family. Mm-hmm. But what I need to smile to is the, what I need to welcome in and recognize is that that's, um, it's not on my watch, and I can allow joy in the midst of uncertainty and i can I oh like i oh i i see the human in me that is scared
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's okay too mm-hmm. and yeah i i need to I, I when i did that this morning what came up was um i i smile to uh uh stress and, and a bunch of stuff to do a bunch of projects at work that um, I don't know how we're going to come together. And, you know, um, I also had to smile to um, like a letting myself relax this week a little bit and, and just work on one or two things instead of seven, you know, like I can smile to, yeah, I need to, it's okay. Like that's the perk of the job. You can get some things done, but you don't have to get it all done um take a minute take a minute and mm-hmm. that's hard for me like that's, me too. that's that's where i'm at war with myself
0: mm-hmm. you know yeah i have to intentionally set aside time even if mm-hmm. it's 15 minutes yep yep
3: what I are you doing stop. right now
0: nothing <laughs> disappointment <laughs> yeah uh, yeah yeah
1: yeah uh that's good stuff, man.
2: Yeah.
1: I highly recommend everybody check out the plum village app and yeah, it's great. check out, check out Thich Nhat Hanh, the late Thich Nhat Hanh mm-hmm. uh, and his teachings.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, then, it's, it's it's if you're, if you have a very busy mind, it'll be very difficult. It will, it will show you mm-hmm. that if you
2: have How a busy, busy your mind,
0: mind is, it will show you your busyness mm-hmm. and you should smile to that. And you should smile to your busy mind. <laughs> and staying instead of saying "Ah, fuck this i gotta go uh,
1: this morning because uh, i was like kind of stayed up late last night and, and kind of woke up early and um when i was sitting uh i i uh, i try to stay very still and, and if i have to sneeze or itch i just observe the sneeze and the itch i don't actually adjust right. or anything but i was so caffeinated no oh. i was just like you know <clears throat> and i was sitting there for maybe four or five minutes before i realized i was just i was like the, I could see the caffeine,
0: uh-huh. like I literally I could
1: experience mm-hmm. the 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 difference between the chemical in my body and what was actually just my body being my body. I was like, "Whoa!"
0: Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I've started meditating pre coffee now. Ugh. I know.
1: Maybe I I really ought to try that. Like start, like, cause what I do is I have like four or five books that I, you know, daily readers. And then I maybe do some yoga, but definitely sit. And then, um, that's kind of at the end of all that. So in order to get through all that, I have some coffee, right? What if I
0: started with the sit, Mm -hmm. I could really see my shit then. It's what Marin does. He's been talking about that. Like Like immediately get out of bed and do the sit. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. That's heavy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll try it. I'll report back. Okay. Well, did we do it? I think we did, man. Cool. That was a good one. It was a good one. I, I love I hope you.
0: everybody. I hope our dozens of listeners got something out of that.
1: Yeah, I do too. And and um, if if for nothing else, listen to the Grateful Dead, sit in meditation and listen to that fucking alok podcast. Yeah, you got to post it. You got to post it who it's so good all right all right (laughs) let's go get them let's Let's go get them everybody oh i got
0: i got the dope man stopping by my house today dope man
1: girl scout cookies
0: oh yeah we hit those yesterday common delights all day i have 60 dollars worth of girl scout cookies showing up to my doorstep (laughs) it's not all for me
1: it's not all for us Uh uh-huh but yeah i'm stoked my coworkers, cool. uh my coworkers' uh uh daughter is is pushing that sugar so right. he's gonna make a he's gonna make a, a porch delivery of sugar treats nice well enjoy yeah love you man love you too later
3: I'm not the one
2: forget toot your hooter